So to me, um, America is a very unique uh, country, if if we can call it a country, because it is a country. Um, at the same time, it's not a country. It, it's not a country because it's not representing a coherent culture or ideology. Right. And it's the only country that its political system is under umbrella of economical system. And it is a country because it's combination of all countries and it's meant to be in a way that every person, no matter what ethnicity, uh, should have a, a fair equal. chance. And this, this has built up a very uh, unique characteristic of, of America. In what ways, what ways you say a unique, what unique characteristics do you feel that that has built? <laughs> so, um, to start, to start, I think um, it looks like a, a land that people rushed into it to to look for something, right? Like, something lost and they they rushed like like let's uh, as an example let's have the concept of gold because mm-hmm. we have gold rush here too so a lot of people from all over the planet rush here to find something valuable and then of course it uh, builds up an individualism culture because i want to put my head down and do my work mind my business and find my goal you want to do the same thing and i want to protect my possession so i guarded with a weapon and you do the same thing and then ironically the river runs out of gold and then what what remains is people protecting their possession with a weapon in their hand right and um, people find themselves in a corner with with gold in their hand but completely lonely so i see why this country has the urge to to provide something to send a signal to another corner say hey you over there i'm lonely if you feel lonely let's let's communicate and that's why america was the country that produced internet to the world and introduced it to planet it's, it's the only country that had the urge to get like get out of the planet ah i see i see i see so it is a unique country because it is a country and it's not a country at the same time. And um, the attitude that is very dominant in this country is the attitude of controlling things. Yeah. Putting your flag somewhere and say, this is my, this is my property, this is mine, this is um, uh, this attitude. So it's like a person who like to control the objects and make soil into a commandable creature like artificial intelligence and turn people into commandable little creatures that they follow their own and mind their own business and go to their coffee shop and repeat the same uh, sentences every day and go to work and like treat other countries like this to put punishers and uh, rewards to control behavior of other systems. So because this this has become an attitude of, of the whole system. So you feel like that's what cell phones and internet has done? Yeah, actually, you know, whatever um, every system is uh, produces its anti-system as well. So 
I would say that because this attitude of controlling the, the world, controlling the nature, controlling the hu human behavior in general is very strong in America, the other side of it, which is the anti-system, which is the urge for like compassion, which is the urge for communication, also is present here. So America is not a, a coherent, like one, one face, it, it has two sides. One side of America likes to dominate the world and control the world. One mm -hmm. side of it likes to join the world, like shake hand with the world or join the nature. It considers itself as a part of nature. So like any system is like that. Any system has its anti-system inside it. So you, you, you see a country that I'm talking about it like as if it's like a, it has a dominant attitude. At the same time, you see it has spiritual movements like hippies. Uh, you, you see, um, that what's that uh, word you said spiritual movements like what like like hippies hippies yeah what is that i'm sorry uh like hippie, hippies oh hippies hippies okay i'm sorry i'm sorry that like to get closer to the nature yes 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 i understand you now people that like to combine spirituality with um technology and and get together get get like the world like a small village mm -hmm. So, so I, I see America as a, a country that has two sides, and other countries know that it has two sides. You feel like they deal with us as such, as knowing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, but like, like, um, if we consider America as um, a country that is taking the lead in politics, you see that. Um, it kind of started after the Second World War. It was uh, a lot of countries, they have a lot of ideologies to control the world. Mm -hmm. They, they all, all had the, like the greed in, in them to, um, to conquer the world and have a, like all the planet under their control. And then they got stuck in a very, very long, um, frictional war and then finally a country um, sent atomic bomb and said okay this is it i have the strongest one in my hand and i did use it and then all the countries like they went into themselves like the, the countries that they were extrovert and they, they were <laughs> act out they suddenly uh, started like being quiet because like it's a group of like like imagine a group of people that they are trying to have a discussion and they're arguing say no i'm better the other one says no i'm better and then somebody suddenly takes out the gun and it just kills them yeah and just kill and say okay now i have the weapon so you all better be quiet so that's that you see immediately japan goes into himself or other countries even european countries um in a nervous uh, in in the anxious time of second world war frustrated people they needed a leadership so when they saw that america can be or is um taking the opportunity to speak as a leader they all uh, put their head head down mm -hmm. and um so so i see um that how america took the lead of the country but ironically um some uh, like you you know in a part of west asia um like some decades after this story 
the country uh, had a revolution uh, with the slogan "Death to America." Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So this country, this country uh, became very scary because it said, "Oh, you didn't see my weapon in my hand, and you are still saying death to America." Where is this coming from? <laughs> so, yeah, America pictured a super uh, power. So there is another power that is not controllable. You cannot shape its behavior uh, with the best punisher in your hand and with best reward. If you have, like, a, for example, an, an individual. Uh, you say, okay, if you don't do what I'm saying, I have electric shock for you. I put you in electric chair. If you do what I'm saying, I will give you money so you can buy candy. <laughs> so I'm shaping behavior of people. But uh, how is this not working for another country? You see that um, there is some ideologies there uh, that is uh, not dependent on the punishers and rewards because they, they the people are seeking. Uh, uh, another world after their death. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So here you see that the power uh, was uh, not monopolized by a country like America. America um, is not the only power speaking. The, then other countries started growing economically and then um, America um, um, like lost the leadership somewhat yeah or at least we can say it has um the the, the power has yeah yeah they i feel like yeah they've, they've definitely lost some power and i don't feel like uh smaller countries have the same amount of fear of america as they probably once had like like fear is a good point because um you know um it's not a matter that any person like to criticize the governing system in America or appreciate it because um, to be honest any governing system in practice is like a slavery um, mm. we are all working um, because of fear because of fear because we are afraid that we might lose uh, our basic needs a person who wakes up six o'clock in the morning and gets ready to go to work and sacrifices the youth uh, the best part of his life in a corner of an office listening to his boss is is working because of threat because of threat of losing his fundamental needs like shelter and food mm -hmm. so it is not different from slavery to my uh, opinion the only thing that has happened here is that um, slavery has changed its uh, form from active to passive um, previously in classical slavery we had a master and say okay if you don't do what I'm saying this master is gonna kill you now right, right, right. Um, it, we are living in a world that we say if you don't do what you have will be taken away so just because the sentence is passive the subject is not visible it doesn't mean that um, it's not slavery it is the same thing with the different form and uh, it's not only here, um, it's, it's all governing systems uh, are equally or not equally, but they are still slavery. Because, he, you know, um, um, like basically I can define slavery if a person is feeling obliged to work uh, because of the threat that he's feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 People, people 
really do not like getting up and going to some of their jobs in the morning. A lot of people do not like working the jobs that they're working at. That, that's so true. That's so true. But they do it. <clears throat> How you say to try to stay afloat, stay a su- survival. So I see what you're saying about the correlation with slavery. It's just in a different way, a passive way. I never thought yeah. about it as being passive. It's in like like the master now is invisible. So like you, you see the example of this in the recent riots that happened in America. Right. Um, I think the the sentence that the people demonstrators were using that was I can't breathe. Yes. Um, it was ironically uh, their deepest feeling. Um, it's not just one person that his neck is being pressed to the ground. Um, like all think that we cannot breathe. Um, this is a country that uh, is based on liberalism, is based on uh, respecting human freedom. And when you look at um, behavior of a citizen, you see that he is repeating the same procedures over and over, like going to coffee shop and repeating the same sentences of what can I get for you, what size do you want to receive, going out of coffee shop, inserting card, closing the door, which is like minimum degree of freedom. <laughs> if, you, if you look at a human from zoology perspective, you see uh, a citizen of America in 21st century having a framed rectangular body language and uh, having his head down, minding his own business. It's patterns, but, following patterns. Yeah, like following all the procedures that in this situation you have to follow these behaviors. So what kind of freedom is this? And the system does know that it's taking away human freedom. So that's why this system is trying to distract people like a magician with a lot of options. Like, do you want hamburger or do you want uh, Coca-Cola? Do you want this or that? Do you want Democrats or Republicans? Do you want this or that? And then... um, playing with the mind of people that what I'm offering with to you as the option between this and that, this is what, this is the definition of freedom. But to be honest, freedom is not choosing. Selection is based on the laws of determinism. The, 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 the definition of freedom is to be able to do what you really want to do. Right. Not just choosing. It's not choosing. And then uh, out of this slavery, what are we really producing? We are producing uh, things that are fulfilling only gratification, are uh, just sudden ones like Coca-Cola, cigarettes, and hamburger. What is this? That we are all waking up in the morning, going to work, sacrificing our youth just to produce uh, these poisons. So you see, this is a society that can offer anything but not meaning of life. That's why people get to the point that, okay, I don't feel good and I don't know why because I don't see a master whipping me, but the only thing that I'm feeling is that I don't feel good. Are you talking about like the depression that people may go to, go into from working certain jobs and doing things that they're not really happy with doing? Yeah. In, in summary, people are frustrated. People cannot match themselves with a system. You know, the, the, um, let me put it this way. Uh, in America, um, what matters is your social identity, is who you are in society. Right, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can tell with social medias. Yeah. If you are a person with a lot of credentials and it's a good title, 
then you can look up. And if you cannot match yourself with the system, then you are considered a loser. So, uh, so that's very obvious that um, the big population, the 90% of people who are walking on treadmill, they are uh, struggling all the time and looking up at, the, uh, I don't know, the Barbies and candy, candies that are hanging from the wall and they can never get access to them and they're considering themselves as losers. These people, uh, they know that they don't feel good. They know that they are frustrated, but they don't know who to blame. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's why they cannot, it's, not, it's very different from a centralized power that they can blame the dictator over there. It's here that, that something is torturing us, but we don't know what it is. That's why this system, um, if there is to be an end for this system, you know, all, all systems die one day. It doesn't matter it's like to be alive or not. Any, anything that you consider as a system has a death, and death has two types. A sudden death and a gradual death, and if there is to be a death imaginable for this system, is a, a cyan, sudden death, and so suddenly something turns into a chaos that is not controllable. That's why, that's why, you know, in the recent riots, uh, two things were very interesting. Um, one of them was that for the first time in history of America, um, president or the governing system used military against its people. Military that is meant to defend the country against foreigners was used to suppress its own nation. Right, right. The second, and they yeah. were peaceful protesters. That was the crazy part about it. I, I, I can't I can see there like some other um, property destructions or whatever but the, the concept that a country gets to a point that says okay I can use my military against you if I want to is very meaningful and the other thing was important that the, the president or better said the governing system tried to finally finally when it got scared it tried to hide behind religion and showed off uh, the bible to the people this oh, means that yeah. <laughs> As a philosophy of power, it means that I'm the head of the power. You, you see me as the head of power, but inside I know that I'm hollow. So if I get scared, I just go hide behind behind. Religion. This, 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 this is very meaningful. This means that what we see as a power that we are escaping from it is just like a balloon. That uh, it, it seems to be very big and powerful, but he himself knows that he is hollow from inside and he, he doesn't have something to offer. So I got a question to jump back real quick. Yeah. You said you feel like the death of America's government are the... Okay, we're just going to stick with that word. You say you feel like it will be sudden as opposed to the gradual death? Yeah. I think, I think you know, you know, communism uh, was uh, like, uh, how can I say, a counter-ideology that uh, it's attracted a lot of nations, that we can have a country that um, has justice for everybody and uh, considers everybody like a community and uh, equality for everybody. So you, you saw the end of communism was gradual, slowly and slowly it, it broke down and then it kind of disappeared and people started challenging the ideology and then, but if I, um, 
want to picture future of America, it's something like a chaos because there is no centralized power. And when people become frustrated, um, they get to a point that they don't think because there is no leadership, there is no meaning of life. So they start behaving uncontrollably. And then mm. suddenly you see that, oh my God, uh, everything is out of control and there's nothing we can do. Even if we um, put military, military people are, because they don't have ideology, they need money. If you pay me, I will kill. But if you don't pay me, I'm not going to do it. So if government runs out of money, then it cannot uh, have military in its uh, obedience. So, so mm. I can picture, okay, and that's why, that's why the system is scared. That's why it, it gets, gets to a point that I can do anything to suppress, to suppress this now. And this is, this is, this can be scary. Damn, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about that as, um, them not being able to fund, uh, the services or the army or whatever it may be to go out in the streets and do those things. Like imagine if people weren't funding the government paying taxes or whatever it may be and the government didn't have that money to patrol those people out on the streets yeah, yeah. things may have went different entirely different yeah 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 i'm not saying that this um like chaos is end of everything it's just end for a new beginning because like human is always in the path of growth so when a system is not working and it dies down it means that new thoughts and ideas are going to grow out of it but i hope whatever is coming out of this um gets to have a better understanding of the whole planet of the of, of human as uh, a part of this nature and the country as uh, uh, like you know if we consider all of us are so lonely in the universe so mm. i think it's the time for us to come closer together like one of the things that happened recently uh that uh, warned us was the virus that mm -hmm. you have strongest army but this little uh organism can just go through everything and uh, it kind of stopped the systems the governing system and it stopped all of our activities for us to think to think twice and uh, it showed that um, it showed that we are all we all have bodies no matter where we are from we all have bodies and we're all vulnerable um, I hope I hope this chaotic situation that we are in um, can be a warning for all of us to have a deeper understanding of one another and think deeper and stop this rush. The rush, I'm happy that we came out of this maze of rushing and then we are now sitting down. This sitting down can be a big opportunity. I, I'm positive. I mean, I can be positive. You should. Everyone should be. I mean, everyone that's still alive and wasn't affected by the virus they should be. I feel like <clears throat> it did bring people closer together. Some people were nicer, but I feel like uh, once this other crisis started with George Floyd death, like it kind of sent things back to how they were. Like yeah. people were nicer during COVID. Like, you know, you, you walk by people on the street, like they were speaking and then, yeah. and then that issue happened and it's, it's kind of back to square one again. 
Yeah. Yeah. So what about so, the? Go ahead. Um, you know, um, like George Floyd had a big lesson for for all of us. Um, we kind of we all of us after living for like decades. Um, we there is a phenomenon that I like to call it objectification regarding humans as objects mm -hmm. objects that they do work for you and if they're not in the shape that you like it you just uh, delete them I know I, I'm not there's a lot of the reasons why this has happened like after industrialization they put people in their factory corner and they they gave them that designated uh, task work and then now we forget that uh, a person that we are pressing his neck down to the ground is, is is a human with feelings and emotions we just regard it as like a video game we are shooting someone down and then we can laugh about it or we can talk about something else oh my god it doesn't have any pulse anymore so um i i, I call this phenomenon objectification regarding the things like like the thing that you um have a pet and you say okay this is mine you you think that this is a possession but but in uh, reality, that pet is an existence that we are blocking its transition from childhood to adulthood. This, this attitude, which is very strong here, objectification, um, I, I am happy uh, that this um, um, tragedy that happened for George Floyd can be an opportunity for us to think again and, and review what we are doing. To each other hopefully hopefully it is i mean without leadership without proper leadership how you said like <laughs> it's, it's still not gonna do nothing positive for people without proper leadership like a lot of things could have been avoided if someone would have stepped up on a national stage and you know just made like a a decent speech you know a heartwarming speech talking to the people but that didn't happen so you know people stayed in a frenzy so. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And we are standing in a very critical point of history right now. A lot of things are going on, and I uh, want to um, like like be aware that what we do here is very critical. You talking about in this moment? Yeah. Going forward, yeah. This point of history, if you take it as a chance to think again and fundamentally change our attitude about each other, about our system, about it, can be a path toward um, governing systems coming together um, and uh, putting their um, thoughts together. And if we do not use it effectively, if our anxiety goes up, then uh, if we start competing again, as I see, um, for example, America blaming China, China blaming another, like this, this kind of attitude, then this, this can be uh, uh, a downward spiral. Yeah, yeah. It comes back to leadership again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hope that we, for the first time, be smart enough not to obey our, uh, like, sudden emotions i hope it, it can be a chance for us to think think deeper mm, that's something i need to do as well outside of this situation yeah 
So how do you what about how do you feel about the education systems in America? Um, so education system is a part of the governing system. And it shows the attitude. If you want to see what an, uh, a governing system looks like, you should take a close look at the education system of the country, and it uh, explicitly shows you the attitude. Uh, For me, um, education system of America is based on what what psychology calls it extrinsic reinforce reinforcers extrinsic extrinsic yeah reinforcers external external or from out outside you know if you want to um, reinforce a behavior um, if you want to provide a pleasurable stimulus um, after the behavior to increase the frequency of the behavior um, if you provide, like, like, let me give you an example. If you provide candy for a person to um, to solve the math problem, this is an extrinsic reinforcer, and it's used so often that it has diminished the intrinsic reinforcer. We we don't see people um, doing math just because of the pleasure of math. People do work to get candy, and candy is replaced with money. Mm-hmm. The that um, education system here in general is based on consequence of the behavior. That if you do this, you you will get the reward, and if you do that, you will get a punishment. But unfortunately, you know the because the operant conditioning is a very uh, strong psychology in America, and also it has. Um, it's a dominant uh, attitude or approach in psychology here. So they want to um, shape people's behavior with uh, providing or manipulating the consequence of the behavior. But this is okay. I'm not saying that this is wrong or right. I'm not providing any judgment, but I'm just saying it's not everything. If you pay someone to clean the table for you, um, we are ignoring the inner abilities, inner um, um, to do it yourself motivations yes. for a person who loves cleanness and naturally can clean the table just because he loves cleanness, not because he's following money so and that be that people are growing up and then they when we ask them to work and they say okay, what, what, what is the benefit of it for me? and they really don't see that, that this this is what I call detaching from the nature detaching from from like losing connectivity with the world because you see that like just just as an example God, you can you, see a person um, going to the uh, in America running and having headphone on and trying to burn some calories and you see a person, for example, in India going to the park and like uh, staring at the moon or the ladybugs and everything else. This is what, what is different here. The difference is that the person who is running to burn calories is uh, trying to make meaning to his activity by having a consequence. And the person who is uh, gazing at the moments of her stars and the beauty of the leaves is uh, using his uh, intrinsic uh, reinforcement and um, definitely um, um, 
overemphasizing on extrinsic reinforcements here um, has damaged has damaged uh, the intrinsic reinforcement. Mm. So, so what do you what do you think should change about the school systems here? So the the school system. I mean, um, maybe I could be a bit more moderate because I have seen some counter movements. I have seen some people who has started school that they are uh, emphasizing uh, naturalistic approaches. They are out like outdoor education, taking out children to nature and letting them naturally learn and naturally play and naturally uh, try and have trial and error. Um, what should happen, what should really change is that um, like uh, children, we are not uh, solving problems to, to get more money. We are solving problems because solving problem is pleasurable. We are growing because growing is uh, pleasurable. We are doing tasks so um, to be uh, aware and to take a moment. This should be changed, I think, or it, this should be emphasized that you like to clean the board or to clean your house because cleanness is beautiful, not because you can get candy. Um, I'm saying a moderate way of both things um, can be a good uh, can be a good plan for education system. But what I see in practice is more of um, like the shaping behavior based on like the consequence, which is not even relevant to uh, it's not relevant to the task. It's not even natural. We call it artificial artificial reinforcer like points for example you see when you do video games and you gain some points uh, these tokens and points that people are collecting can can uh, be tricky we follow the tokens over and over and finally we with each other playing video games for hours and hours yeah yeah but, getting trapped in it just following <laughs> anything real Hello, hello? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. What did you say? What's the last thing that you said? Um, it was about uh, artificial reinforcement. That um, I think what we gain out of the, our activity should be the natural outcome of it. When we, um, when we do something, the natural outcome uh, should be the pleasure, of, should be the reinforcement. Mm, okay. The natural pleasure of you know natural happiness is opposed yeah. to doing it because of you have to know this to be able to advance to the next grade or the next stage in a book or whatever it may be. Yeah. Okay. So that's that sort of creates a fear. So I don't know. Um, I've heard people say, and sometimes I, I feel like it as well. Like the school, the school system is pretty similar to the prison system as far as like different levels of um, authority that you have to respond to and things you have to do day in, day out, responding to bells ringing and moving when bells ring, you know, things of that such. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, it's interesting that you mentioned prison. It's, uh, 
I think I I'm not sure on this, but we can check. I think America has the most number of prisoners uh, mm. in the world too. About um, about the general attitude of um, controlling behaviors. Yeah, you you're right. You're right. This is a general attitude of like uh, shaping behaviors, controlling behaviors based on the consequence. So it can be present everywhere, everywhere you can see. So in this in this sense, um, prison can be similar to education system. But um, in prison, of course, another story is going on, and um, again, it's a thing in America that um, all of these people that they are in prison for uh, what they did, um, they, they are like losing the chance to, to, um, to compensate for what, what, what they did. To get back, in, to get back fine yeah. with society? Yeah. It's like a record that you have it and then you cannot get out of it. And it's, that's enough for you. This is not how things work. You you are in a special mood and you make a mistake or you do something out of your um, urge and then later when you are back to the stability, you want to make up, but this system is not letting them um, come back. A lot of skills, a lot of talents, a lot of time of prisoners is just wasted in Sitting the there, yeah. Need to offer them some programs. What if they, what if that's when they like force people to get education? You know, what if they force them to earn some type of college certificates or degree while they were in there? Not forced them, but you know, gave them an opportunity, better opportunities to do it. Because I'm not saying that they may not have it now, but pretty sure it's not easy to get those opportunities in there, and it's not inexpensive, and it's not yeah, inexpensive. Yeah. Are we back on? All right, in conclusion, what you wanted to say? Did I start? Yeah, 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 we're great. So, um, we think that um, America as a system um, is not immortal, and there is um, things that um, people pictured heaven in their mind, and then finally they got stuck in a... Uh, struggling uh, lifestyle mm-hmm. and when you have the picture of uh, sparkly um, like fantasy above your head and then you find yourself um, like just uh, on a treadmill struggling reaching that, for that, it yeah this is very frustrating and that's uh, why people um, are saying that they don't feel good they can't breathe. Um, and here is the time for the system to think twice and to um, do some fundamental changes before it's too late. And whatever this fundamental change is, is to make the society more natural and uh, more fair for all the people. I know human greed is toward collecting more and more, and there are a few people here that they are uh, uh, storing majority of capital in their pockets mm-hmm. and 
the politics and market every time they want and the majority of people um, they are busy struggling that they even don't have time to think they just they just feel that they don't feel good and but they they even don't know why and they don't have time to think because they have to get keep repeating the cycle um, I'm I'm saying that this um, these are symptoms. These things that we see recently are symptoms that if you don't take them serious, this can turn into a chaos in in future. But if you take it seriously, right now is a good time. is is a good time to hear people, to hear the deep sound of the people, and then go towards a more um, welcoming, natural and fair society for everyone and even a better attitude to try to understand other nations and uh, join them uh, instead of trying to dominate them i see i see so um we should give each other awareness it's very hard to come to politics these days because um, politics is very monopolized by some specific parties, but um, me, you, and everyone else um, that is hearing us or even thinking individually uh, can be a big media, can be a politician, can be a big power. We, we can never um, neglect uh, how powerful only one individual can be. So I think, um, I mean, I'm not hoping the politicians to uh, change their attitude because usually politicians uh, usually arise from inferiority complex and they when they get in the power they just want to follow um, their immediate uh, greeds uh, but I'm hopeful for every individual um, that um, can stop to think um, to respect himself respect herself you respect the power that it has, and um, from there, acts like a leader, acts like a media, acts like the power. A person who understands his inner power and uh, can stop being slave of a boss uh, telling him what to do all the time. Mm-hmm. I, that's, uh, that's where my hope comes from. So you feel like people need to head down the path of doing more things for themselves as opposed to working for someone, you know, basically work for yourself, do things that are in your interest, and that's where you gain the most happiness from. Yeah, I encourage people to think more, to put time for themselves, solitary activities, hiking, thinking, and trying to um, have their own business, to build up their own business, and get out of the cycle of uh, cycle of slavery no doubt no doubt that was awesome good information for people man pretty sure yeah. they're gonna enjoy it as I did me too